Hello and welcome again to another episode of Systems Within Systems Presents The Way of Violent Realization. So, last time after our recording, we got a little bit into the subject of form. And even more so, just a little bit into what martial arts really is. So, you know, Ben, you feel like helping to explain a little bit of what form is? Uh, alright, well... Sifu gave the lecture last time. Kenny had a rant on it. No, no I'm not the one you should we'll keep get, this we'll one. Get the, <laughs> we'll get the rant from Kenny. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I, don't, I don't have any... I, this isn't me at all. This is all you. Well, when we, when we talk about form and what form actually does, um, before we, I think, actually talk about... Um, all right. I think last time we discussed it, and I'll go through it briefly, form is about melting the mind through the body. It's about connecting with all the mini brains of the body. So form is really just, it's a slice of the pie to help you communicate to yourself better. It isn't the martial art. It isn't like say, okay, I do form, I have the martial art. Form is about overall body connection. The better you move in your forms, the better you're going to move in real life. It's about communication. If you do form work, you'll play tennis better. If you do form work, you'll play basketball better. If you do form work, you'll play football better. If you do form work, you'll ice skate, roller skate. Everything that you do, you'll do better, especially anything physically, because it allows you to understand your overall body movement. So it's about waking up different levels of consciousness and communication within your with your body so it's about forming a relationship between mind and body brain not being mind brain being the storage unit so brain is part of body mind is what exists throughout it and that you want to generate throughout the body so form work and the reason it's so difficult to do and so hard to understand is today it's become very commercialized like you see the matrix movies you see this and they're doing these stuff or you see it's it's not entertainment it's not under the headline of entertainment it's very personalized and when you see it being shown as entertainment or competition it actually loses its meaning its value of what you're trying to do the the true competition is you and what you're gaining and doing from just doing it. No one fights like, like if in movement, if I take any student and I teach them some form work and throughout the years, whatever it is, then I take the student out there and they do their form and then I have them spar with somebody. You could see that how they move in their form is exactly how they spar. You know, if, if, because it just, it, it just, it just gives them a model of movement that they could keep improving on. So form is just a means to connect better with your overall self. It isn't like, um, you know, like uh, where you're going to get out there and do this funky wild kick or this abstract movement only in the movies, you know. (laughs) And that's all under the headlines of entertainment. Form is not meant to be entertained meant are meant to be in competition it's meant to be very personalized and something that you can get to grow on to to understand it's very difficult to do 
um, that's really the points behind the forms uh, is to to overall understand that there's a different consciousness for your left hand than there is for your right hand. There's a different consciousness for which leg you're kicking or which side you tend to use more. You know, you, we each have a yin and yang side. Hmm. So your left leg may be able to do multiple combinations and your right leg can only do a few because maybe your right leg is more your foundation leg and allows your left leg to do more. But then when you have to depend on your right leg, you better know what works on that side. And that's the purpose of form. Your body structure is different. So your muscle structure is different. Uh, how you're going to be throwing a side kick, we'll say, from your left side as opposed to your right side, especially men. Because men move different, women's uh, hips move differently than men, so they they could do, you know, nice side kicks probably on both legs. Some men are double jointed and can do, and especially guys that do like advanced yoga and stuff like that. There right. could do things on both sides, you know, but they have to keep maintaining it more. Where a woman seems to move more naturally with that. But yeah. even a woman has a yin and yang side. Yeah. Where they're going to have a, a side where they'll, they'll favor maybe a stronger kick on one side than the other. But in a bailout situation, you better know what the other leg can do, what the other hand can do, and what angles you're going to come from. Form helps you discover that. So there's all these different processes of form, you know, and good form is not... It's personalized and could be brought into anything that you do. So really, it allows you to train on one aspect of movement that you could train by yourself and have nobody else there and communicate better with yourself, but not have an expectation of what you're doing. You just get out there and you do your form, and eventually throughout the years, your body starts relating to itself and it starts moving differently. Right. You know, it, it, it connects. Okay, so in, there's a number of things you brought up in there that I wanted to jump in on. Um, first of all, as far as martial arts, it shouldn't be viewed as like an amalgamation. It shouldn't be used as like a collection of moves. And I think a lot of younger people, inexperienced people, they'll watch the movies, and if they haven't experienced it, they'll see it as like a collection of moves. So it's like, oh, I can do all the kicks. I can do all the punches and the strikes. Yeah, ideally, you make the moves. Yeah, that's, that's just it. It's more about you. And everything that Sifu was talking about, he didn't directly say it, but it's all about um, the formwork is designed to minimize or, uh, if possible, eliminate wasted motion. Not just physically, but, but in your thoughts as well. And all that wasted motion over time... It, it fades away, and it, it can become expression. So if you don't know what a move is doing in a form, okay, <laughs> you need to figure that out over time. But if you're doing something that's not what you were taught to do, and it's just sort of a flourish, mm -hmm. and your teacher goes, all right, what, what the hell is that? It's like, oh, I just like it. Well, no. <laughs> no, no, it has to have a, it has to have a point. And, and liking it is not something it does. If you've discovered some sort of movement in a form, and it's, I'm moving around a lot, but you can't see that, but if you discover some sort of movement in a form, it may relate differently to you than it does to someone else. 
And that's really starting to get to know. So the way I view it is if you learn a form, if you do it every day for a month, three months, six months, when you know the form, I could wake you up from a sound sleep and just go, do the form, and, you, and you'll do it. So I'll just use 30 moves because I like 30 moves. So if I just wake you up at 3 a.m., I'm like, go ahead, do 30 moves, and you go, okay. And you do 30 moves. It comes out however it comes out. That's you knowing the form. That doesn't mean that the form has gotten to know you. That's that lifelong process of doing it and working through it and having the mind melt through the body. And the form shows you what it's doing, what the moves are. It reveals things not just about the movement, about your own movement, but about your personality and yourself. So there's a lot of wasted motion that you're just trying to eliminate. And that takes a long time. And before we're off the topic of martial arts in general, I'll talk about teachers. Because it's not... I, I guess you could argue that they're good and bad teachers. That's not the point. The difference is you should look for a teacher that you resonate with. Because if you don't trust someone... I've, I've met people, they've come into the school, and they just... I can just tell they don't have faith in my abilities or they don't trust me. And I'm like, I'm not going to be able to teach you anything because you don't think I can teach you anything. If you don't think I can teach you anything, you're going to stop me from teaching you anything anyway. So the best teacher for most individuals is the person they resonate with and the person they have faith in and the person they can trust that, you know, and I've seen it happen a lot with you. You're like, do what I tell you to do. And they just go, but it's like talking to like a, like a, like a four year old. (laughs) Like, but, but this, like, no, no, do what I say, but please just have faith that I'm telling you for your own benefit (laughs) and that I've done this long enough for you, for me to know that this is what you should be doing. They go, okay, yeah, but, all right, do what you want to do. So at the end of the day, most people, they all think, I think everyone in this room is on the same page, like, my Sifu's the best. And everyone thinks their teacher's the best. Of course. You should. If you're like, my guy is the third best, wouldn't you naturally gravitate towards the guy you think is the best? No, you go to the teacher you resonate with, someone you have faith in, someone you trust. If you're with a teacher that you don't trust or you don't resonate with, learn as much as you can. I'm not saying you can't learn anything from them. You can learn something from everyone. But you may want to try to find someone that you resonate with more. That you go, oh, this I really, I really like what this guy's saying. I really like what this guy's talking about. I want to, I want to move like this dude. So, all right, that's my rant on that. And so, we were just talking a little bit about the form of the martial arts. You guys use words like work and uh, lifelong commitment when you're talking about form. It sounds kind of hard, I gotta ask. Who who here likes form? I don't like form. I've been doing it for you know, 40 years. I don't wake up and say, okay, I I can't wait to get out there and do my form. I think I think a lot of people have a misunderstanding uh, about, you know, when a, when a person gets to a certain level that okay, you, you, you go and you practice your form and then you know you you're eventually you're glowing in the dark from doing your forms and, and maybe to some extent I know about glowing in the dark you, you just have a better concept of your overall body movement and what you do and perform is very well 
is very good, and people see that, and they go, well, how do you get there? Well, one slice of that pie is by practicing your forms. Not, and then the other slice is practicing throwing techniques, to the, you know, which you're practicing with an opponent, or practicing punching, or practicing this, but your form is to, you know, want to exercise the body, exercise the mind, to move the consciousness of the mind throughout the body, and to have better communication. The more years you do it, the better communication you have. Um, but you don't wake up and say, you know, I think a lot of my students, they look at, oh, you know, Sifu Hill, he can't wait to get up and do his form. I, I hate doing my forms. I, I don't like anything about it. I don't like getting up and having to do They get in the way. They get in the way of my day. They get in the way of what I'm trying to do. But I know the benefits of it. I know what it's doing for me uh, as far as not questioning what it's doing for me, but just doing it. And when you get into what the forms are actually doing for you and communicating, it's all self-communication. And, you know, I've been doing forms for 40 years. And it's amazing how after so much time, they're always new. They're always a pain in the butt. And I'm always discovering they always upgrade. It's like something comes to life and upgrades me where I can communicate in every venue of my life better. In the martial arts, in the community, in communication, in driving my car. They just keep, as you get older with the form, um, you get younger. You know, it, it, just, it just wakes you up to things. You're always waking up different symbols that are within you that you somehow open up and just your, I like to call it root, but today people will say core. You know, you're just rooting differently. You're just understanding the concepts differently. You just become, you know, more improved. It, whatever symbol you may be or whatever form you're doing, if you look at forms as elements and you take elements of fire, you take earth, you take wood, you take steel, you, you take uh, water. Those are, to me, those, those are the five main elements. You'll see like the Avatar cartoon, Avatar, which is a great show. They call air an element, you know, the airbender, but that's not really an element. That's just where everything sinks into. To become the Avatar, you need to understand ether. You need to understand air, emptiness. But all these elements exist within that emptiness. So when I watch a student move, uh, I will see that the student moves from more of a fire personality. Uh, and I can kind of see where they're coming from. Or an earth personality. Or uh, a, uh, not an air personality. You know, uh, a water personality. And sometimes, many times, there's a combination of like say fire and water, right. you know, or fire and wood that I see in their personality, the way that they walk, the way that they present themselves, the way that they talk, and that comes out in their movement. And what happens is, is you start to introduce more form work to introduce them to more elements and to get them to move differently and to express differently. The idea of the avatar is to have all the elements come together to have an understanding of, hey, if I'm standing in front of a wood element, I have to understand how wood moves. You know, 
you know, seeing this is how wood comes at me. So I have to, in a sense, become somewhat wood. If I'm standing in front of a fire element, I have to understand how fire moves. If I stand in front of a water, and the more complicated you are as an individual, the more difficult you are as an individual to stand in front of. Like uh, the, the purpose of, you say, like mixed martial arts. Mixed martial arts combining so many different techniques, boxing, jiu-jitsu, but they all, all of those fellas all come from one main principle, you know. Now, the mixed martial arts nowadays has become just mixed martial arts, so they're teaching it from all different aspects. So it's not somebody that's coming in that's an expert in karate and then attaches on all these mixed martial arts. Now mixed martial arts is actually becoming a whole thing in itself, kind of more um, like a Jeet Kune Do, you know, or, where they're teaching, getting out all the stuff that surrounds it and just giving the middle, you know, the quickest way to get there. And that's great. But form, form amalgamates all those movements. It makes whatever you're doing better. It's just today, you know, you get a guy who's a mixed martial arts guy and you get some guy that comes out and he's trying probably people don't even know Dave Carradine anymore, but coming out and doing all this flowery movement, and this guy's just got to deck him because he has no concept of anything that's going on there, and he's trying to bring, like, whatever he's doing in his form, watch it too much TV, that doesn't work. It's about, really, communication, self-communication, and taking all of those things and becoming better at your overall movement. And that's the purpose of form, discovering fire, discovering earth, discovering water, you know, discovering those things within, within yourself, wood, and whatever your main element may be, whatever is the most, most that defies or defines your uh, personality, right. you know, and it's about self-discovery and communication with the body. That's all it is. It's not all this other stuff that people attach to it. It's really about self-communication and if you do form as a way of exercise and you do it and you're trained as an exercise, in other words, like you're doing the stances and everything the way it's supposed to be done, it's mind-blowing hard. <laughs> it is mind-blowing <laughs> difficult. It's just amazing how difficult and what it's working on your overall muscle movement. Yeah. And I think because today everything's become so commercial, so entertainment, so whatever it has to be that it's lost what it's supposed to represent you know and also people are they're so hung up on the mysticism of things and not seeing the reality of what it's really doing for you so no i do not wake up even after 40 years and get up and say i can't wait to do my forms like oh sifu's at a point where you know he he lives to do his form you know like what are you talking about? You know, I hate forms. I, there's nothing about them that I like. I don't want to get up there and do my forms. I would rather go lift a weight, something that's very easy to do, than go out there and do a form. You know, I think Kenny, right? Kenny, <clears throat> yeah. last time was going through that. You want to emphasize on that <clears throat> a little bit? Yeah. Um, I'd rather do anything but forms. I found it some type of mental burden you know I try to attach uh, positive things to it I try to um, 
I'm going to, you know, watch some cartoons after this, or I'm going to go on a date with a girl after I do my forms. Yay, forms. And for some reason, no matter what I do, I'd rather do anything but forms. I'd rather paint the entire house. I'd rather do quadratic <laughs> equations. I'd rather even do things that are physically hard, or I'd rather go lift a car than do the forms. I can think of anything else I'd rather do. For some reason, they're so mentally... Uh, just exhausting and and it's not that they're physically difficult i just for some reason when i'm doing them they're just they're just a pain in the ass you know i'd rather do anything i i i try to you know i try to get them out of my way i try to pay attention to them and, and the more i try to do them correctly you know the less the, the the less bad it is i guess like anything when you have to do a chore that's what it is it's a chore in my mind right now i guess at where i'm at I'm not really far into it, you know. Forty I'm, years I've been doing it, it's still been, a chore. Yeah, so I'm. So yeah, I'm, I don't know if it's right now or if it's gonna be something that's forever. You know, and like you said, you know, you you go into it knowing what they're giving you. For me, I don't really know. I'm. I don't. I don't expect anything. I don't know what to expect. I just do them just because. Yeah, just you shouldn't because. expect. There should be no yeah. expectation. You so. just go in there and it just you let the form take you where it's gonna take you. It will develop. It will communicate. You have to know that, you know, you're getting something that you don't... Un it's a mystery. And it's opening up the different mysteries, the different chakras, we'll say, within the cell, within the self, within the mind. It's working the beauty of form. The beauty of form is that you can be naked and do it. Yeah, I usually am too because I'm sweating. Okay, I don't. I don't need on. to hear that. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, and I don't. And I want to get that picture out of my mind right now. Okay. But anyway, you ruined it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can sweaty. take it. You can't do you, one form without getting sweaty. It's, it's terrible. But you can it's take amazing. it. It's amazing. Yeah, dripping. Yeah, dripping. You can yeah. take it anywhere. It's like it's you're your own suitcase. So it represents you, and the better you get at it. It just represents you in allowing you to command your mat better, wherever you may be, whether you're giving a lecture, whether you're talking to your superior, where you know where you work, whatever. You just represent who you are better. And that is felt uh, within the community. That is felt by the people that are in front of you. It's just, it's, it's recognizing the miracle of self. So all of that is is a wonderful thing. Get up and to do it is 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 not. It's, it's difficult, but it is really opening up the mysteries of your overall body movement. It is having a relationship with you, and that's what's so difficult, you know, about getting up and doing the form. Now, it, it's easier, and I, I will admit that uh, depending on different variances of my life, different times in my life, uh, the ambiance that you have to to do it, 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 it does help. If you have a better ambiance, a better, like a specific place that you go to train and you're doing it and you're doing it there, you know, in your home, whether it's in a, a, a private part, in, in your backyard, wherever it may be, that you know you go in and you bow in and do it. But what it is, it's just, it's making a commitment that when I step onto wherever my mat is, you know, wherever I put that mat down and I bow in, I bow in and I just do it. And I allow it to evolve. I allow it to move. I allow it to express. 
and I don't bring myself into it in the way that I design it. I just let it take me where it's going to take me. And then I leave it up to my sifus or, or the people that are more advanced than me to tweak it or to say different things. And then I'll take that into account to bring out my personality. So if I'm just moving completely as a wood element, eventually I may start moving as uh, a fire element with a combination of wood. And therefore my movement starts to uh, improve, you know. But, um, you know, uh, I don't wake up with the excitement of going to do my form. And, and you know, it's it, it, yeah, sometimes it's easier to paint a house, okay. <laughs> Anything is. you know, than do it. And it's in the way. Okay, yeah, let's go out to grab something to eat. Okay, before I go, let me. I got to do my forms. What? <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. especially for younger guys, when your libido's going strong and your girl's saying, "What are you doing?" You know, let's let's wait a minute. I got to do my forms first. Are you out of your mind? You know, it's just all these disciplines have to come in. All these disciplines that are created by you have to come into play. You know, it builds up character. It builds up personality. It builds up you in ways that you can't even fathom. And all you need is you. That's it. You. And a place that you can move, you know. And, you know, hopefully in an area that you can move where you can really concentrate on you without worrying about anybody else saying, what's that, what, what's that guy doing over there? Is he nuts? You know, and they're calling the police on you because you're out in the, in the dark doing movement. Where, yeah, yeah, that happened. You know, yeah, everybody who's yeah, done forums has had that happen, you know? Stare, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, privacy does help a little bit, but, yeah. you know, um, forms is about, bottom line, is about melting the mind through the body. Self-communication, that is the bottom line to it. You know, and it helps you do whatever you do, like paint the house better. It gives you better self-communication, you know. And the first thing that you need to do is it doesn't separate like mind, chi, energy, body, soul, spirit. All is contained in your unit. You are that unit and you hold all this precious stuff within you, your organs and all of that stuff. It's all one. You can't separate that one. Maybe in death you can. You know, the body will separate from the soul, whatever people want to believe and the energies that move on and disperse into different things. Beliefs are all of these centers. But it all has to work together. And right now, that's the miracle. You're your own universe. You're a universe that's waiting to be discovered. And you have to take that plight through your own universe of discovery and how it interacts with other universes. How am I interacting with you guys? How am I interacting with the, with the world that's around me? We're all important unto ourselves. But today, we like to forget about that. The form reminds you of it. It brings you back into like you. Nobody wants to know you. Everything you want to do is because of everybody else. Like, I have obligations to my wife or my girlfriend or my husband. I have obligations to my kids. I have obligations to my job. Everything takes you away from you. And you feel like because of the car I drive that 
is a symbol of who I am. Because I'm a doctor, that's a symbol. Because I'm a sanitation worker, that's who I am. No. You know, the form is who you are and how you present that form and everything you do represents who and what you are. So form is the most difficult thing you will ever do in your life. I don't think there's anything harder. You know, we can make fun of it. We could do this. We could make, bring it into the realms of entertainment. We could bring it into the realms of competition. But that's not what it's about. You know, it's about overall mind and body connection and soul, spirit, whatever. Everything working as one unit, you know? But that's what's, that's what's so hard about it. Like, the burden, I feel, or what the, uh, the apprehension... Or like the anxiety I get before I do form isn't because it's physically yeah. difficult. Having to look at yourself, I guess that's, that's the mental. That's what it is. The mental exhaustion where it comes in, where you'd rather do anything else. And that's the never thing. thought that would be such a big deal. Well, there, there's I'm not a lazy guy. <laughs> I'm not a lazy guy by nature. I know myself, but this is this is what laziness, I guess, is. I just don't want to do them. I just I procrastinate. I, I do them, but it, it's not. I can't seem to just, you know, every now and then I'm in a good mood, you know, on, on purpose, I'll try to, as soon as I get in a good mood after watching a good cartoon or a funny movie or, or, or ha- just being happy, I'll try to do the form right away. Let me express right. this happiness through my form to try to get my mind to enjoy it. And it'll be fine for that little while, but very quickly. But that's that's, halfway, not, that's not what it's for. Very quickly, the form brings you back, and it's like, oh. Well, that's the point. On one end of the spectrum, if you look at yourself, if you if you saw yourself through through let's call it the lens of awesome, and you're like, everything I do is great, and you did your forms, and you thought everything you did was great, you you just wouldn't be looking at yourself realistically. You might be doing the form terribly, but you just think it was good. You're doing the forms in such a way that you're going, okay, and you're, you're feeling what's, I don't want to say what's wrong, I'm, let's go with what's missing. So when I do form, I feel gaps, I feel disconnections, and I don't want that. If I felt connected all the way through the form, I might just be able to um, kind of go blank with it, and just it'd be just uh, like a pure expression, if I can get there. You'd still learn things, you go, ooh, this is... This is how it wants to express today. That's very interesting. Ooh. But I don't have that. I have gaps and glitches and disconnections. And that's that's what keeps me from wanting to do the form. But the joke is I can't get I can't work through those disconnections, those gaps, unless I do form. <laughs> and it's not one of those things like um, when I was talking to Guy, when Guy was learning the guitar, um, one of his teachers was saying, look, you're not going to learn this all in one day. It doesn't matter if you take 24 hours in a day and just practice the guitar. There's a certain point where it's diminishing returns. You know, and you're going to get to that point where there's just no return on it. So I'm not saying don't do your forms. I'm not saying don't do your forms a lot. I'm saying the opposite. Do your forms a whole bunch, but do them consciously. Stay present. If you get to the point where you're doing your forms and you can't be present, you can't, you know, be actively participating in the form, that's when you should stop because you're not going to get anything from it anymore. Unless you're just doing it as a workout, and then, well, that's on you. So, a brief bit. um, See if we brought up the elements a whole bunch. 
just to give people a quick background, I'm not going to go into the elements, but if you want to look up the type of uh, elemental system that you prefer, a good background would be the Book of Five Rings, uh, Mimoto Musashi. And he talks about um, earth, fire, wind, not earth, fire, wood, metal, water, and his sixth element, which Sifu briefly touched on, was void. So if you want a, if you want a rough background on kind of where Sifu's coming from with that, that's a good place to start. Book of Five Rings. So, also uh, a cartoon called Warriors Warriors of Virtue. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's not a cartoon. It's a, no, it's, it's a live action movie from. I Long time ago, or 20 years they talk. Ago at least. It's really for like meant for kids in one sense, but it's not meant for kids. It's Good really philosophy. Yeah. lots of philosophy in that show. The bad guy is, is great, overacting. Uh, the costumes are terrible, uh, you know. Uh, but it's a great show to watch as far as there's there's certain aspects where it talks about uh, Taoism, the way in the sense, and uh, there's a really brief part in there that I think gives a, a good general description. They did a really good job of talking about wood, uh, fire, earth, uh, the ones that they, they put in there. So for guys that want to take a shortcut and get entertained <laughs> and, and, and watch something really corny, but at the same time good, um, yeah. you know. I like it, the it, chef in that movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, in the beginning. It's a great, it's actually a great show. Um, it's just the kid actor isn't that great, I, I thought, in the show. And the, uh, and the costumes are really like, uh, what are they, kangaroos? Yeah, they're like kangaroos. The kangaroos it, it, it is, is terrible. But the show itself is great, especially at the beginning. There's philosophy throughout that whole show. Uh, it's really good. So I would recommend to any of our listeners who want to watch something corny and also has a lot of meaning to it. It's one of my favorite shows to watch as far as elements go and, and philosophy goes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and the cook in the beginning is great. Uh, who's actually a, a, a well-known actor who plays the I cook. Think so, yeah. He plays I in a lot of, I think he was in Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and some other uh, shows as well. You know, so that that movie's good. just for entertainment. That yeah, was yeah. fun, though. Yeah, they're fun. You know, But that actually talks about the elements a little bit and some of the philosophy that goes in, uh, involved with it. You know. So we talked about the form and how form strengthens your inner body communication. Um, you know, there are a lot of different ways to communicate. I suppose between the self and the things around you. Um, ben, I know you have a, a theology background. Actually, um, interestingly yeah. enough talking about form and hearing about the communication uh, between the mind and the body with form um, you know reminds me almost a little bit about about prayer people I suppose communicating with God hmm. or whatever they believe um, how do you feel the two differ and are similar hmm. There's a, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, I have likened form work to prayer before. Uh, prayer's a little bit easier. So let's talk about the difference between uh, praying and magic first. And we'll, just, we'll throw it back thousands and thousands of years. Prayer is asking for something. Most people don't pray like uh, to... 
very few people pray and are just like, thank you. Thank you for letting me be me. Thank you for everything that I have. Thank you for my life. That's, that's cool. That's, I mean, if you have that level of appreciation, good job. But most people are like, let me win the lottery. Heal my boy. You know, like... Give me do, guidance. It doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't matter what culture you're coming from. Uh, meditation is different. We'll move into that in a moment. But prayer and magic... Prayer is asking for something, typically. Magic is about taking something and making it happen. So it's kind of more of a combination on that. But if I had to liken it to something religious... I would probably go with meditation more than anything. And it's, come, it's going to come up in the, in the writing, uh, but the, the, the real meditation is in the motion and the movement. And you can do meditation for whatever you want, but the formwork brings, it forces you to become present in physical motion and movement. And the more you bring your conscious mind to bear in that activity, the more you really get from it. It also sounds like one of the fundamental differences between form work and prayer and meditation is that, you know, perhaps into prayer you carry something with you, a want, a desire, some sense of need. But in meditation and form, ideally you come into it empty and you don't expect anything. You just come into it. Yeah, there's there's another aspect to that as well. When you pray, do you pray to you? <laughs> you no, you Good usually point. you pray to something outside. You're asking for something external to give you something to make you feel whole. Meditation and meditation and form work and to a different extent magic, you're trying to empower yourself. So I'm not saying there's anything wrong with prayer. I'm not attacking any religions. That's not what I'm here to do. But at the same time, the form work, the meditation, it's about waking up whatever is inside of you and connecting it, allowing it to connect to everything else. It's not relying on the external. It's, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, um... I just heard it today, too. I just can't think of the word, you know? Self-expression. No, different channel. But that's good. Yeah. But it's it's about boosting the internal. It's about understanding it and getting it to... Well, self-expression is, is when a much you talk better about way internal, it's when the inside becomes the outside and when the outside becomes the inside. When you talk about form, and I think where Ben is trying to come from, when you talk about prayer, well, you're actually living the prayer. You're actually doing the prayer. You are, you are expressing the meditation. The reason you have such a hard time, or everybody has such a hard time doing form, is because they're not playing with God. You're not actively moving with it. You're just asking. When you do a form, you're actually playing with God. You're participating. And when you could take that form into everything that you do, you stop asking. You go back into the simplicity of what a warrior is. And when we look at a warrior, a warrior, when you look at a warrior as a, as a peaceful warrior uh, that can take action when it, action needs to be taken, the warrior is on a journey. 
That's what you are. That's what you do when you do the form. You're walking miracles. You're a whole universe onto yourself. So as a warrior, whenever you do your form, and what before we were saying that all you need is you, well, you're actively participating in the play with God. You are in the sandbox, and you're a plane. So all you need is, you know, uh, you. When it comes down to what you need, you need food, clothing, we'll say. Most of us need clothing, except Kenny. You know, um, <laughs> you know, uh, shelter, your health. I mean, it all comes down to, 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 to really actively participating with creation, whatever creation or whatever you may believe in, the form communicates with that. You become the meditation. You become what's inside of you. You become soul, spirit, chi, energy, uh, aesthetics, uh, material. All of this comes into play. You become a unit. You become simple. You realize this is what you really need. Now, if you lose your health or you lose your house or whatever it may be, your health is probably the, your body temple. You never pay attention to it until something goes wrong. You know, you injure something or you get a disease or something happens or you're sick or you're dying or you're in danger of dying. All of a sudden, you're, you're paying attention to your body. Or when your body becomes an inconvenience, like my back hurts. I can't do all the things I want to do. And you're really mad about why you can't perform the things that you want to perform or why you can't do. Now, all of a sudden, I'm paying attention to my body. It's not merely a vehicle that just gets me from one place to another. It's saying, hey, man, look, you can't do this unless you start paying attention or unless you fix this. So the form allows you to work together with your body internally and externally. It's not just about internal. It's the external and the inter internal working together. And all the organs, all the, everything that makes up your ugly bags of water, <laughs> you know, that works together as a unit, as a team, until eventually that degrades. And the energies can no longer be held within the body. It's the purpose of Tai Chi and uh, certain meditations to try to keep the body strong enough to hold the energies in so that the energies stay within the unit, the vessel, the temple, as long as it can, until eventually the temple can't hold the energies anymore, and it leaves. It has to go. You know, the body can no longer contain what your energy is, and it moves on. Some people just, you know, just when they die, they die healthy. <laughs> but they still die because the body can't hold it anymore. It's not always done through damage, you know. It's just... And damage makes a, is a big point. The only time we pay attention to our bodies is when we are damaged. Our bodies get in the way. When you get a cold, you feel terrible, but you also feel like, oh, I can't go see the play. I can't spend time with my kids. I can't go to work. It's just in the way. And to me, when you get a cold, it's a wake-up call. Like, pay attention to me. I'm important. Your body, for whatever it is, is important. Form always reminds you of that. So to participate in form is, is actively taking that participation in everything that you do. is bringing the simplicity of the warrior. And when we think of warrior, we think of somebody that's always conquering. But it's, 
the, it's a double sword. The, the blade cuts both ways, you know, internally and externally. It's about, it's a constant reminder of you. So you actually become the meditation. That's what's so hard about it. You actually are playing and participating with God. You're a moving universe within yourself, moving amongst everything else. You're interacting. But when you do your form, you're paying attention to you and connect, connecting with everything that's around you. In other words, now you are actively participating in the meditation of God. You are living in the dream of this hologram that we're in. This, this, you are participating in it. You are actively taking a part in it instead of just, you become the prayer. Instead of praying for something, you are that something, even if it's for that moment. And when you can live it that way and bring it into everything you do, well, I, I guess that is really the other angle that comes from it where you truly uh, become uh, a dangerous individual. You know? But in the same token, you become less dangerous. You know? And they communicate, the yin and the yang. So when the yang becomes the yin, and when the yin becomes the yang, then you are actively participating in the meditation. You are the prayer. Yeah. Go with that answer. That one's better. Well, that's just <laughs> emphasizing more on what you were saying. Yeah. You know? And you become it. A little you bit are, clearer. That was good. Yeah, you become, you are in the sandbox. To me, it was always like, for me, form our, our life or God or whatever you want to call it. Let's use God as a, as a symbol because to me, that's what it is. You know? And he's in the sandbox with his pail and shovel, and he's playing in there. And all we're doing is walking around the edge of it. We're walking around the edge of it, and he's handing us the pail and the shovel and telling, come on in, play. But we don't play. We take everything so serious. We do everything so serious that we want and we need, but we don't, we don't find ourselves in it. You need to get in the sandbox and play with God. That becomes the prayer. That becomes the meditation because we are all like children. We're all, you need to have the wisdom of a child that always wants to learn. So every time, it's not, and I think we've missed this part of the game when we're talking about it because when you guys do do your form and you're halfway through, when you're done with it and you're all done, you say, wow, I feel really good. I feel accomplished. I feel better about myself. But to get to do it is, ah, uh, yeah. you know, but when you're finished, you feel, I feel better. I, I don't think properly unless I do form regularly. Yeah, because it's promoting oxygen. It's doing so many wonderful things that your body needs to do. Yeah, I just make better decisions and I can listen yeah. to my instincts better when I've done form. I'm yeah. pissed about stuff if I don't do my form. Yeah, <laughs> you will get irritable, yeah. yeah it, it's kind <laughs> of like... Almost like uh, if any of you guys have had, had any, done any drugs before in your life, which I have, and when you come down on those drugs, you feel terrible and you want more of that drug. You know, like you want that drug again and then you feel terrible again. Uh, the forms kind of, in one sense, are way much more than that because what happens with your forms, they become addictive. Yes. You know, but they also become painful. So there is a duality to them, and that's the, the beauty of it. So when you bow in and you're doing your forms, 
it's a reminder that you are communicating with consciousness. You are part of consciousness. You become the meditation. You become the prayer. And when you could take that and bring it into, as you experience more, every aspect of your life, not just your fighting skills. And I don't like to call it fighting skills because fighting is fighting. But when you become very proficient of what you do, then, you know, and you meet another technician or another great martial artist, well, really, when two masters meet, for lack of a better term, is what Musashi says. The first one comes down with the sword, wins. That's how the fight goes. It's seconds. It's not what we do in our entertainment community because what people want to see. When it's a life and death situation, it's boom. Whoever does the first hammer and makes the first move, it's usually disastrous when it's two masters working. Hmm. Not saying, you know, the Battle of the Klingons where they're fighting forever. It's just soon, and it's done. And that's really how it, it goes down. Form has so many aspects to it, but basically it's living prayer. You're moving and actively participating with everything that you are and everything that you can recognize, you know? Thank you for listening to The Way of Violent Realization. If you'd like to see or hear more, you can check out the website, systemswithinsystems.com. We have a YouTube channel and a Facebook page that you find the links for. If you have any questions or comments, you can send them to our email, sws.kungfu at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe. We're looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you.